The views expressed on the Big Gay Radio Show may not necessarily be the views of the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation or those of the staff or management of WMNF. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to celebrate love, life, and all things LGBTQIA+. It's the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Now live from the WMNF studios in Tampa, it's the Big Gay Radio Show. WMNF Tampa. Good morning to every beautiful person out there. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on your big gay radio show. Joined by my gaggle of gays, Mr. Brian Hinkson. Good morning. And Miss Esme Russell. Hey, everybody. How you doing, beautifuls? I'm doing good. Good. I feel like it was raining men a couple days ago. Uh, it was less more, than 24 hours ago. It was raining more than men, honey. It was raining things. It was raining. We're very lucky here in the Bay Area. Bay Conrad Area. and Tigger were raining down. Conrad and Tigger, folks, is the cats. My cats, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Chris, is, Chris is a cat person. Because it was raining cats and dogs. I'm a cat person, dogs. too, though. I am very much a cat person. I like cats. I really do like cats. Only on Tuesdays. We're, also joined, <laughs> we're also joined by... Uh, Brian, shut up. We're also joined by a very special guest. Uh, we are joined by Veronica Fox. We're getting foxy on the Big Gay Radio Show here today. We're getting very foxy. Hello, Chris. Thank you for having Welcome. me. Welcome. Hallelujah. Yes. It's raining foxes now, baby. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, very much welcome. You actually had a very good opportunity. Um, you, uh, after, you, uh, I guess seceded the great Brianna Summers as Miss Daytime TV, correct? On uh, Channel 8 WFLA? Yes, I had the amazing opportunity to compete for the title of Miss Daytime TV. The funny part is I got a phone call 48 hours prior because the girl who was supposed to compete was not able to make it. So the show host called me the, the Wednesday before, the day before, and she's like, hey, this is what I need, X, Y, and Z. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll be there. I'll get ready at 6 in the morning, be at the studio by 9, which was a lot. If you, you know, if you do drag or if you, if you dress up, you know, it takes some time to get ready. Morning but, drag is always yeah. difficult. Let me tell you, I was <laughs> half asleep. I had a lash hanging off my face. It's I was like, hard. Why is drag so hard in the morning? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it is. It's I, like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Now, I've done TV in the morning, and mm-hmm. I know. Like, even for, like, interviews, it's, like, bad. It's hard. It's rough. It up, is hard. Until you eat, until you get going in the morning, it's like, yeah. what is happening? It just it feels like drag should be a nighttime thing. Yeah. <laughs> or a brunch thing. A brunch. Once you're awake, once you've had, yeah. you know, yeah. a couple drinks Correct. in your system. Correct. And I, oh, oh, no, you can, and you gotta do those gigs sober, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. All those yeah. gigs. 100%. No cocktails, nothing. You gotta go in there full throttle. You gotta give them, they got the real you. There it is. Literally. <laughs> yeah. They got the hungry meat, the no water, no nothing. But I, I will say this, uh, having worked in the industry before, I know that those newscasters put on gobs and gobs of of makeup just to even look good for the camera when they go on. So One might I, say it's their own form of drag. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Men and women. Yeah, Correct. men and yeah, women. Yeah, because I've worked with male broadcasters. Like Tucker Carlson. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy's got so much makeup on. Yeah. Their faces are signed, sealed, I and know. delivered, baby. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 
Well, um, we are extremely happy to to have you because you have been a a very big, uh, I guess, drag figure uh, in terms of my eyes. Um, from since I was twenty one, like I've I've been watching you come out and and do your little thing. So I, I'm really glad that you are are going to join us uh, with this little excursion. So, Mr. Brian, do you have any questions for our guest? Well, um, I, it, well, this is I, my kind of my first time time meeting you. Um, where uh, abouts do you uh, perform in? Um, what type of drag do you uh, like to usually do? I consider myself. I love old school drag. The drag okay. that I grew up on. It's like the old school, the big hair, the costumes, the ballad into a dance number. I just love to entertain. Yeah. I've, I have two degrees in theater, so that's like my. My oh, wheelhouse yeah. is like that, absolutely. putting on a show for no reason. You know, yeah. if nobody else has fun, I'm going to have fun. And yeah. it showed during the the, the production. Uh, it definitely looked like you were, and it looked like you were having fun too. Yeah, it was it was a blast. Yeah. It was definitely some stiff competition. We we've actually had Angelique Young on the show previously, and uh, it, it, I I I guarantee you, it probably was as intimidating as it looked because Angelique made a very fierce competition, but you gave her a run for your for her money. She is literally incredible. She and I had a conversation, and I told her how much I I look up to her and how much I adore her, and it was just she's one of the kindest humans, and it's just so nice to be in that same space and share the air with her, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I am, I'm waiting for the Angelique Young candidacy. Like, I will be putting yes. all of that behind. Like, go, Angelique, 2024, you got this, boo-boo. Take my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. uh, and I guess I, guess I can ask something else. Like, I think Esme likes to ask other drag queens, how did you get your name? Ooh, honestly, I just, I made it up in college before I even started doing drag. I was like, if I ever have, if I ever do drag, because I loved Vivica, Vivica A. Fox in college. So I was ah. like, I'll just be her sister, Veronica A. Fox with two X's, you know? <laughs> oh, I love that. There, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah no, I like that. So Mama Esme, do you have a, a, a question that you would like to ask our, our, our guests as a starter? You know, here we go. Here we go. No, I, I've never. Uh, where, where exactly did you originate from? Like, I know you're not a Tampa native. Mm -hmm. So I was born and raised in Pensacola, Florida, which is right on the Panhandle. It's like on the borderline of Alabama, Mississippi. There's a lot of drag in Pensacola. There's some fierce drag in Pensacola. Some yeah, fierce, I know that for drag. a fact. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of. Surprisingly enough, it's really crazy because with all these drag bands, which 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 didn't get passed, but they tried to anyway. But um, well, it did get passed. It didn't go through the legalization, yeah, like yeah. legislation, mm -hmm. and yeah, the yeah. or uh, the judicial system yeah. and everything like that. But, like, uh, but uh, there's a lot of drag in Florida. Oh my God, it's overwhelming. Even yeah. since I left Pensacola after I graduated college in 2014, to going back today, there's. A million new queens that are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's a lot of drag in Florida. There really is. And that's great. I, I think it's great. It's a great outlet. I enjoy it. It's a great escapism. It is. And it's crazy because these people are these individuals' constituents. These are the people who vote or don't vote for these people. So 
making these individuals unhappy by banning their lifestyle is is terrible. So yeah. mm-hmm. I, I'm grateful that that you guys are are kind of fighting that good fight, both you and Angelique. And um, I am I'm definitely glad to have you on the show today. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit more about concert etiquette a little bit later. <laughs> However, let's go into a little bit of a music break. This is Hated by Youngblood right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. About the day when you were seven years old, the daughter took your little d- out, put it straight down his throat. You never said the word to anybody, no one was told. Your mum was in the same room, she was dying to know why when the curtain opened up, you were white as a ghost. She's probably finding out now in the lines you show why you'll never trust a guy in a tie and a coat. Cause you don't wanna do what your daddy did, bury it deep down, keep it under your skin. So you put pen and paper, made a verse of it, and you murdered it. And the chorus went, you gotta kiss somebody to be somebody to be. Loud, sold out shows, but right now, as far as popular opinion goes, you're a posh, queer, baiting, indulgent. Spit beer on the kids while infecting the ear holes, mate. That's why you've been sent here with a fearful. Doubt, boys in the back of the vehicle. Tracksuits, lipstick, got a Catholic's tearful. You don't wanna do what your daddy did. Bury it deep down, keep it under your skin. So you put pen and paper, made a verse of it. And you murdered it. And the chorus went, you gotta kill somebody to be somebody. Don't get cocky, we ain't even started yet You go back and forth from your North American tour Your sister can't even look at you, she won't open the door The story you told was only partially yours You outed her in a magazine, who the f*** do you think you are? You forget your family listens to the radio in the car You're trying to be authentic, but you're taking it too far You're messed up in the head, you're up with your friends Your family's upset, don't call them, you forget You say, I'm sorry, Jen, things are pretty crazy right now She said, I love you, Don, but I hate you Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. I'm always looking. 
looking for Something I can't afford Something to work for yeah, I don't know if it's healthy Oh God help me I wanna be satisfied with what I have I'm always chasing Higher placement This bump is not enough Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In national news, while speaking with reporters August 29th, Deputy Canadian Prime Minister Cynthia Freeland said that Global Affairs Canada has updated its travel advisory for the United States for LGBTQIA plus Canadians. The new advisory reads that some states have enacted laws and policies that may affect LGBTQIA plus persons, advises Canadians to check relevant state and local laws, and directs people to a webpage that provides broad information on how members of the community could be targeted while traveling to foreign countries. In New Jersey, an anti-LGBTQ plus bomb threat led to the evacuation and relocation of a Drag Queen Story Hour event in Princeton, New Jersey last Saturday around lunchtime. The event was held at the Bayard Rustin Center for Social Justice, a community activist center and safe space for marginalized groups named after the gay civil rights leader. The Drag Queen Story Hour event was set to begin at 11 a.m. featuring drag performer Carrie Dragshaw and was presented by the anti-book banning group Defenders of the Right to Read. It was attended by over 50 people, including children and their parents. 
However, around 10.49 a.m., the Princeton Police Department received an anonymous email that contained remarks against the LGBTQ plus community and the people affiliated with the center. The email stated that numerous explosive devices had been placed inside and around the center. Police immediately went to the location, evacuated the drag queen story hour attendees and the center workers, and searched the area with a dog. No explosive devices were found, and people were allowed back into the center at 12.40 p.m., with the event continuing at an unnamed nearby building. In Orlando, Orlando, murals at the Orlando, Florida LGBTQ Center were defaced on Friday night with Nazi and Christian nationalist hate speech, including the words gay is not okay and the infamous Bible verse about homosexuality being an abomination. A police investigation is underway. The LGBTQ plus youth organization Zebra Youth created the colorful artwork celebrating gay pride and transgender joy. Volunteers work Saturday morning to clean up the damages. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQI plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. The LGBTQ Resource Center in Gulfport has announced that applications are being accepted for the 2024 Branch Out Scholarships. There are three available this year for emerging, continuing, and returning LGBTQ scholars with different skill levels and life experience. You can get all the info at lgbtqbranchout.com. Our friends over at Found Family Collective have a trivia night in Tampa on Saturday, September 16th, starting at 4. The trivia master Andy has general knowledge trivia questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, sports, and maybe some local Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting Found Family Collective's Facebook page. Finally, Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay 2023 is happening now. The Big Gay Radio Show, Esme Russell, Christopher Gorman, and so many have been nominated from our LGBTQ plus community. Voting is open through August 31st. Get all the info on the Best of the Bay 2023 at cltampa.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and TampaBayGay.com. This LGBTQ plus website features a local events calendar, business directory, entertainment news, community resources, and more. It's all at TampaBayGay.com. Wow, now that's a big RV. But when's the last time you used it? Just imagine all the room you'll gain when you move that motorhome, RV, or other vehicle getting in the way. WMNF accepts cars, trucks, RVs, and more as a form of support. Plus, donating is easy and the pickup is free. Go to WMNFcar.org for more. Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
You're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5. Join the conversation by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, beautiful people on WMNF. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by the beautiful Brian Hinkson. Burn, baby, burn. We are burning in here in the good way. Um, <laughs> Define good way. Uh, whatever way you want it to be, baby. Uh, we're also joined by the enig- enigmatic Esme Russell. Yeah, I'm something. I'm very special. <laughs> yep. And we're also joined I'm, I'm very by... very special, very special. Uh, that is one way to put it, yes. Yeah, my mother, my mother always said, you're special. You're something. Were you in those classes? Oh, no, God, no. I was too smart to be in those special classes. <laughs> <laughs> don't be rude. I, I think... I was. So I, don't, I was just I don't, a really smart kid. I really was a smart kid, though. I was... Smart in quotations. I know so you're I was, smart. I was, well, I was, I was bad. I was a bad kid. I, I was, was naughty. I was too. You know, I did a lot of bad things. I remember my first teacher, Miss Messina, putting soap. This was back in those days when you could do this. She, uh, she put soap in my mouth and washed out my mouth Mm-mm. with a bar of soap. You can't do that in those no, days. Ma'am. But back in those days, you could. And you know why I got soap shoved in my mouth? It was in first grade. What'd you do? I ate paste. <laughs> so they put soap in your mouth yeah. because you ate paste, and the paste was so good. It was that white. It was that white paste. That Elmer's they, glue. Baby. No, it wasn't Elmer's no. glue. Oh no, it was that sweet school paste that you would do like construction paper, like paper mache with. Oh, it was so good. I had eaten about half the jar before she called me. <laughs> go, oh man, I'm gonna lie to you. <laughs> she said I couldn't wait till lunch, I'm baby. Serious. I gotta eat now. I'm dead serious. I can't I can't believe I'm confessing it on the radio, but I really did eat about half that jar before she finally called me. Uh, you know, it explains when, a lot. It really does explain a lot, as may something else, when I you're, tell you. When you're kids, you just do the most... <gasps> Oh, I threw I a chair know. at my teacher. Like, I was a rambunctious oh oh, kid. Wow. I was bad. I, I should have gotten soap in my mouth. I was bad. <laughs> I was an angel. You were, right? Veronica? I, I don't was know. an angel. Veronica, I will say you're very high strung like I am. I don't know. I was out of control. I was wild. So what do you think? Everybody admit, if, if you got in trouble in school for something, what was it? I know what I got in trouble for all the time. Can you guess? What, talking back? Talking, talking, not talking back. Just, Just talking. talking. I couldn't stop oh, talking, Makes man. sense. I used to pass notes mm. all over the world. Oh, you I was like no- the note passer. They, Because they, my last name is, is Williams. So I, I'm at the back of the class, but I saw everything so I could navigate. So I was like the note passer. And get oh, to me and yeah. I'm like, we're going to go this way. So, I, hmm. I, so yeah. I, I guess I should tell the audience, speaking of Williams, so I th- I've always said this, that you look like a pretty young version of Wendy Williams. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm a Wendy Williams fan. How you doing? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you, you're you like doing? a beautiful... I think Wendy Williams is gorgeous, first of all. I just... I, I love, love Wendy. I love her, too. I miss her like crazy. I, yes. Sherry doesn't need... I don't go forget right. it. Mm-hmm. No. Well, you know what that means, Veronica. What? That means you're going to have to do a, a Wendy Williams-style tribute show. I'm ready. I, I would love to see that. I've been low-key planning when I'm trying yeah. to get yes. that together. Yes, you a great Wendy Williams. That would be great. I'd love to see mm-hmm. that. you got to get the boobies right. Baby. I do. Yeah, I know the booshy. I get the boobies because she's sit right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yellow <laughs> sinners. You gotta get Thank the you. tennis shoes with the cute outfit because she always wore tennis shoes. Anyways, okay. Esme, let's go into a, a riveting debate here oh. about concert etiquette. Oh God. <laughs> 
Here we go. Because uh, there have been a lot of stories about concert etiquette in the past uh, probably six months. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, from people throwing stuff at, at people well, to... Mm-hmm. So, obviously, if you go to a concert, it's really inappropriate to throw things at people when they're performing. I mean, It's just inappropriate to throw things, period. Correct. Yeah, Why do we have to ask that? Just, I know, yeah. It's, it's crazy that we're having this discussion. I mean... It's so sad. And that's not even the discussion we were going to talk about. It's so sad sad to say to people, and and it's crazy that we even have to say what I'm about to say right now. Could you please be a civilized individual? Yes. Mm -hmm. In other words, act accordingly. So what I'm going to say is this. So the scenario is that... um, Adele is has a residency in Las Vegas, and she has a very packed show. So the show is both standing and sitting. Sometimes people stand for performances. Sometimes they sit for performances. She was doing a ballad on stage, and a young man sitting in the front with a long selfie stick videotaping himself mm-hmm. decides to get all into the number while she's performing and some of the people that were sitting behind him who were not standing would walk up to him occasionally throughout the performance and say, very nicely, it was all very nicely, could you please sit down, we can't see. And he would just shake his head and then keep right on performing to the selfie stick. So he was basically like on live, he was doing a live probably was what he was doing. So he's gone viral and I think that he was trying to go viral, that was the whole plan. During the concert, Adele notices the skirmish. Security guard is trying to get him to sit down. Security guard points to the room and says, everybody else is seated. When they stand, you stand. He didn't want to listen to security either. Finally, Adele interrupts him and says, what are you doing to my fan? Leave my fans alone. If he wants to stand up and dance and carry on, let him. I agree with Adele. They should have let him. Here's my problem. We have to read the room. There are people that have handicaps. Sometimes individuals are older and they get tired and they want to sit down. This was a ballad. Usually during ballads, we sit. Because there was seating for everybody. This is a sit-down theater. Okay, this this wasn't one of her dance numbers. This was a sit-down number. So what I would have done had I been that young man is I would have turned around and looked behind me and made a judgment. Is everyone else seated? Then I shouldn't be standing. Because if I stand, Veronica, what would I be doing? Blocking the audience. Blocking the audience. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a revelation? You know, and of course, I appreciate that he got all into it and Adele appreciated it. And I think it's wonderful that he knew every word to the song and that he wanted to do a live and go viral. That's all fabulous. But you got to remember when you go to a concert, you got to think about other people, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They pay for their ticket, too. That's just, you know, that's just my opinion, you know. And listen, there are other I, I saw the video. There were other numbers that she did where everybody did stand up. Mm-hmm. So if everybody's standing, then everybody can see, then right? You're fine. Yeah, and yeah. you're fine. But I think about people, especially towards the front, where he was at. That's where the handicapped people usually the sit. ADA section. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? And I definitely had two different views. When I first read the article, I was like, "Why would they do that? Like, let him live his life." Correct. He ticket too. But watching the video, the video changed. Two things that changed my mind. The selfie stick, which is long in itself, so you're already obstructing people's views. You're already c- pulling attention to yourself. Correct. And if you're really trying to enjoy the concert, why are you recording yourself and not her? Yeah. 
So the attention was always about intended him. to be on him. I never thought about mm. that. It was, always, it was always about yeah. him. I never thought about that angle. Not about her, because if he's there, if he's waited as long as he's wanted to save the money, buy the ticket, go to the concert, why are you recording yourself and not your idol? Do you about knock me right. out of this seat? <laughs> the only reason I'm not falling out of this seat is because I got headphones on. <laughs> I never thought about that. He mm-hmm. wasn't videotaping her. Not at he all. He was videotaping himself. For the reaction. Yeah. His own reaction. For the likes, for the yeah. comments, for the... So what I'm oh, going to yeah. say is, listen, people, go to concerts, have a great time, have fun, <laughs> live your best life, dance, sing. You know the words to the song. Listen, as a drag queen, I love when people sing the songs with me when I'm performing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if the room is seated, sit down. Read it. Well, read I got a question. Read uh, the room. Yeah, read the room. I got a question for you on that one. Mm-hmm. Kids who sit on their parents' necks when they are doing performances. What is your opinion? Rolling my eyes. Okay. It's very mean. It's very mean. I agree. It's terrible. It's unfair to you Mm -hmm. that sitting behind that kid and that father, whoever it is, when you paid for your tickets just like they did. If we're at an outdoor festival like at the Riverwalk or somewhere where I can move around and it's open air, correct. If we're in an enclosed space where I can't, Get Correct. around you. Correct. You should have planned your time better to be closer to the front with your child. So Correct. Everyone's happy. It's just like yeah. crying babies in a theater. Girl, yeah. how you going to bring to <laughs> Avatar the way of water? I'm in the middle of this movie on the big screen. Uh, <laughs> what is it? The IMAX screen. I mm-hmm. paid good money yeah. for those. And you got your crying newborn behind me. Going, <laughs> the yeah. whole time. Girl, no, mama. You got to take that baby somewhere else. Take him home. Okay. Lord. You should not have brought it to Avatar The Way of Water while I'm trying to enjoy my movie. All right, on that note, let's go into a little bit of a music break. This is Night Runner by Duran Duran right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. Moving right. 
When you mix two gay guys and a trans woman, obviously you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
Tampa Bay. This is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In California, California's Attorney General sued a Southern California school district August 28th over its new policy requiring schools to notify parents if their children change their gender identification or pronouns. The latest blow in an intensifying battle between a handful of school districts and the state about the rights of trans kids and their parents. The Attorney General is seeking a court order to immediately block the policy in Chino Valley, a district about 35 miles east of Los Angeles, which requires schools to notify parents within three days if employees become aware a student is asking to be treated as a gender other than their one listed on official records. In New York, a black transgender woman who suffered violence, denial of medical care, and gender discrimination in an upstate New York County jail has won a landmark settlement, the ACLU of New York announced. Michaela Holland sued Broome County in 2022 over her treatment at the hands of officials in the jail during 2021. Her treatment violated her rights under the United States Constitution's 4th and 14th amendments and the Americans with Disabilities Act, among other federal and state laws, according to the suit. Other terms Broome County has committed to include housing consistent with detainees' gender identity, use of preferred pronouns, access to clothing and toiletry items consistent with a person's gender identity, including gender-affirming care, among other changes. Holland Settlement follows a string of successful challenges to local jurisdictions over the abuse of trans prisoners' rights. In Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Thrives shared its findings from its second annual resident mental health report. The coalition conducted a survey and focus groups with residents. Tampa Bay Thrive's president and CEO said they formed the coalition in 2019 and is made up of hospital providers, law enforcement, first responders, schools, and employers. The report shows that more people are investing in mental health resources, but there is still work to be done. The report also said the number of days of work that people say they miss due to mental health reasons was up from last year and mentioned that the number of people who indicated they were actively seeking help and were unable to find it went down by about 2%. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. The LGBTQ Resource Center in Gulfport has announced that applications are being accepted for the 2024 Branch Out Scholarships. There are three available this year for emerging, continuing, and returning LGBTQ scholars with different skill levels and life experience. You can get all the info at lgbtqbranchout.com. Our friends over at Found Family Collective have a trivia night in Tampa on Saturday, September 16th, starting at 4. The trivia master Andy has general knowledge trivia questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, sports, and maybe some local Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting Found Family Collective's Facebook page. Finally, Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay 2023 is happening now. The Big Gay Radio Show, Esme Russell, Christopher Gorman, and so many have been nominated from our LGBTQ plus community. Voting is open through August 31st. Get all the info on the Best of the Bay 2023 at cltampa.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Every Friday at 2 p.m., it's Live Music Showcase here on WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. It's a deep dive show. We dig into the message behind the music through song and interview. We have your new favorite bands from right in your own backyard. Listen to Live Music Showcase every Friday at 2 p.m. after the news headlines. 
WMNF has been nominated five times in four categories for Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay. Vote for Tropical Heatwave under Best Concert Over 2000 Capacity and Best Music Festival. Vote WMNF 88.5 FM for Best Radio Station and The Big Gay Radio Show for Best Radio Show. Two of our hosts, Chris Gorman and Esme Russell, have also been nominated for Best Radio Personality. Vote often. You can support WMNF in these categories once a day until midnight on Thursday, August 31st. BOTB tampabay.com. Thanks. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's having a fantastic morning. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by some beautiful people, Miss Esme Russell and Brian Hinkson. Good morning. Everybody's beautiful today. I'm just, I, I, I've been saying beautiful a lot because I've just, personally, I've been sort of embracing my inner beauty recently. I, I've kind of accepted that you need to to love the person that is in the mirror because it's the only person that you're going to be stuck with for the rest of your life. So better well, to love Chris, it. Let's just be honest. I mean, I'm just telling you this is an auntie, right? But um, your mama, Esme. What do you mean? But you're not that difficult to like as beautiful. I mean, it isn't like you're cross-eyed and. <laughs> well, you'd be you'd be surprised. You know, when I was younger, you're like very, a lot of people, you're a very cute kid, or that I you mean, got a limp. No, you're like a really good, you're actually a very good looking young man, actually. You have beautiful eyes and... And I I can agree with that. And I've always been sort of a very good looking young individual, but um, that kind of put a target on my back from the other kids around me and they would pick on me and like they would say that like I don't necessarily look the way that I... I, That's true. uh, I do think now. So I've, I've kind of tried to changed my mental state and tried to to bring forth a better positive light um and i I can't and i've always embraced the fact that you know there are people who do find me attractive but for the longest time i looked myself in the mirror and i didn't find myself attractive sometimes the most attractive people don't find themselves attractive Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, I've been working on that recently. And sometimes people that you don't think are that attractive have something more powerful than physical looks. They have self-confidence. Yes. Yeah. And that could overcome everything. Yeah. Do you know what yes. I'm saying? If you're mm-hmm. confident with yourself and what you're bringing to the table, I've seen, like, sometimes I've seen, like, women with these really hot guys, and I think, what in the heck is this girl doing to get this guy? Oh, but she's doing something. She's doing something she's right, baby. She's doing, believe in me what I tell you. We <laughs> yeah. may not be able to see what she's doing, but she's bringing something to the table that he can see. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's the same way with girls, with, with guys that aren't that great looking. That You think, well, he's the kind of ordinary, but maybe it's a charming personality or charismatic or musical quality or, or maybe she put that thing down and maybe. reverse it maybe and reverse something it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe maybe you know but the reason why i wanted to make sure to to mention that i'm personally trying to love myself in the mirror is that um i saw a a post that um said that as you get older you realize that everybody is is dealing with their own personal struggles and we're all trying to essentially just survive and are hiding it. So I want to make sure to perpetuate the the kindness that I've received recently because I've been constantly feeling a lot of love from from the community and from, you know, people like Esme and Brian who I'm surrounded by on a regular basis and it makes me feel like I actually have friends, you know. So Enough sadness aside, let's talk about another sad topic. Let's talk about hurricanes. So actually, it's not a sad topic for us here in the Bay Area. We're very blessed. We once again... We escaped it. Once Mm -hmm. again... Mm -hmm. Some of us. Yeah, because the water... We get some water damage and, yes, and some flooding and all of that. But once again, you know, Tampa just gets, you know... 
side skirted, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just crazy. I was watching um, MSNBC and CNN and the Weather Channel. I was kind of jumping around, and then I would go back to our local and our local affiliates. Um, which there really are only two people I listen to personally. They're my favorites. Uh, Paul Delgado. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, would I say. was actually, when I was, yeah. <laughs> when I got my first Facebook page when I was 13 years yeah. old, he was one of the first people I ever followed. And I would constantly be commenting on his feed, grammatically incorrect statements on a regular basis. But it would just be like me trying to like egg this man on. I don't know what it was wrong with this man. He, I also, I, I also thought he kind of looked like an Oompa Loompa too. No, my thirteen-year-old no, self thought he was an Oompa Loompa. So Paul Delgado, and of course, my, and I love him with it. My personal favorite, you know, I think he's just the best. Is Dennis mm. Phillips? Mm. Yeah, you know, like you know De- yeah. Dennis Phillips is my favorite because he has all his rules, and you know, rule number seven is don't freak out until I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just love him because he's so specific, and he's so like when that uh, hurricane was, people kept posting online that it's going to turn, it's going to turn, it's going to turn. He got on on the online. He just. I said, I want everybody to look at me right now and listen very carefully. This hurricane is not going to turn. Mm-hmm. He just said it. Point blank. Stop waiting yeah. for it. Stop saying it. It's not coming here. And he was right. It didn't. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say it until he knew for a fact it wasn't. You know what I mean? There came that moment. But um, he's really, really, I, I'm just a big Dennis Phillips fan. So, But what I was going to say is, when you're when you're dealing with hurricanes locally, I tell everyone, please don't watch the national news. What they're trying to do is they're trying to boost their ratings through gloom and doom. Uh, one of my favorites was on the Weather Channel uh, yesterday, the man holding on to the pole. He was somewhere in Florida uh, with the wind blowing, saying, it's really bad out here, holding on to the pole. And behind him was an old lady with her two poodles walk in behind him <laughs> and i'm like it's not that bad I, look behind you sir mm-hmm. there's a lady uh walking her dogs i liked the one where uh they're in the middle of this the flooded street and then there's these people who are uh in a raft and yeah. they just like sort of go past them that yeah, one was my favorite I mean, yeah so don't don't do the national uh people on the national networks, they're just trying to get ratings, mm-hmm. and they will say anything. The, the gloom and doom boosts the ratings. People immediately think, oh, my God, it's the end. It's you, know, you have to listen to your local affiliates because, obviously, they're local, and they have the technology. They're here, we're here in Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what they're doing. Yes. Now, a lot of them so, have had the experience of being of, of dealing with the various different hurricanes yeah. that have come For in this area. years and years and no, years and years and years. They're just reporting it. Yeah. So, um, And this I, was a really interesting hurricane, to be honest, in the way that you, you mentioned it on Facebook, Esme, um, that it was... It was hauling ass uh, up out of the Caribbean. So it was, uh, it picked up speed. Or Cuba, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, once it got into the Gulf, it picked up speed. By the time it hit. Wherever uh, it was, I forget. By, yeah, was it Cuba? The, yeah, it came yeah, Cuba. Yeah, okay, yeah, Cuba. sorry. I just, right. yeah. yeah. It, came over, it came over the mountainous area of Cuba. Pinal de Rio is what it's called, that area of Cuba. But uh, when it got into the Gulf, it really picked up steam. And normally hurricanes don't travel that fast. It's I was just, really anticipating it, it doing a slowdown. It was literally traveling when it passed. 
past us about 18 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of like in a vehicle driving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could drive 18 miles, you know. It, you it go was, over speed bumps at 18 miles it, an hour. It was moving. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and that helps a lot with damage. It does. With wind damage, not with water damage, but it does help with wind damage. But um, so hurricanes in Tampa Bay are unique because, so I was I was reading that in, you know, about 400 years ago, the Tobaga tribe made Tampa Bay their home. Mm-hmm. And they built villages out of shells and sand, making temples and burial ground mounds and homes. And they buried their chiefs here. And those burial grounds are still here. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were wiped out by disease and war from the Spanish settlers. But now some of the oldest remaining burial mounds are located near old Tampa Bay. And many people believe that those burial grounds have um, indigenous, what is it, uh, indigenous people that lived yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, blessings. They blessed the, the Bay Area. To protect it. So, yeah. yeah. So, the Spanish, bef- when, they took the, when they took the land from the Indians, the Spanish used our Bay a lot to, um, for trade because it, was, because it was blocked off. Mm-hmm. But w- the Spanish called Tampa Bay La Bahia del Espíritu Santo, mm-hmm. which in Spanish means the Bay of the Holy Spirit. So long before the Indi- after the Indi- after, and I would say long before, but after the Indians, even the Spanish, Native Americans, even yeah, the, and the, and the Native Americans are correct. But then even after the Amer- Native Americans, the uh, Spanish saw the Bay Area as something very spiritual, like that bay was mm-hmm. sacred land. Mm. You know, yeah. so but I didn't necessarily yeah. believe it myself until the last hurricane, not this one, but yeah. I think it was Ian, the one that like basically mm-hmm. was going straight towards us and then, and it, then it just turned. I didn't believe that, that until yeah. it started like Charlie, seeing that. Charlie, it was weird. Charlie did the um, same thing. Charlie did it. it did. Charlie was heading straight for us and then it just turned. Like, didn't Irma do the same thing? Yeah, the last Irma, did. Mm-hmm. Irma yeah, turned too. The last time we were hit directly was 100 years ago. It was in 1923. Uh, came directly out of the bay, came around Cuba, went into the bay, into the Gulf, excuse me, and then came across right into Tampa. Um, there were only 14,000 people living in Tampa at that time. So, and it flattened everything out pretty bad, mm-hmm. you know, because there wasn't a lot of well-built structures. Ybor City was already built, but it wasn't a lot of solid structures. So we we're you know we've been really really blessed. Oh, you know, a hundred years and nothing. Yeah. So especially in such a hot area that we are in. Correct. Like I I completely agree. Like it is it there's something spiritually that is going on, but that doesn't necessarily negate the fact that there very much could be. A hurricane on the horizon and that is why you need to heed the warnings of your local officials and make sure that you are staying safe and taking the best precautions for yourself absolutely you know the the only person who's going to protect you is you and a big shout out to the tampa bay uh to the tico they did a great job they were set they were all set up everywhere i saw the duke energy over at tropicana field and also at the spc all-state center and to our mayor here in tampa jane castor she's just she rocks man no matter what your political affiliation is that lady does her job She's doing it. She, boy, this morning she looked just exhausted. You could tell she'd been up all 
night. You know, when you're when you're a mayor, you can't go to sleep. You can't be out. You, you got to run things, you know. But right. Tampa is like a well-oiled machine. The Tampa Bay area is like a well-oiled machine when it comes for our hurricanes. I yeah. must say that. Well, we're built for it. Yeah. You know, it, it, we are completely in every aspect. It, we are built for it. Um, but that doesn't mean to let your guard yeah, down. Always make sure down. you are prepped for, for hurricane season. I, I have always had my, my water bottles, mm-hmm. stash, and all that fun stuff in my little little storage closet. Well, let's go into a little bit of a music break. Um, I honestly, I want to play a little bit of Miley Cyrus. Um, this song, Used to Be Young, um, kind of spoke a little bit to me because Miley... Uh, very much got negative attention when she was in her sort of wild phase. So I I think that this is a a good sort of uh, cleanup song for for her. Um, So this is Used to Be Young by Miley Cyrus right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. So... Truth is bulletproof, there's no fooling you I don't dress the same Me and Julia say I was yesterday I've gone our separate ways Left my living fast somewhere in the past Cause that's for chasing cars Turns out open bars lead to broken hearts I'm going way too far Cause I used to be young Take one, pour it out It's not worth crying about The things you can't erase Like tattoos and regrets Words I never met The ones that got away Messed up, but God was it fun. I know it used to be wild. Let's go.
This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. Baby, you've been so distant from me lately. And lately, don't even want to call you baby. So it's getting older, burning toast on the toaster. My ambitions were too high. Waiting up for you upstairs. Why you act like I'm not?
Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In national news, while speaking with reporters August 29th, Deputy Canadian Prime Minister Cynthia Freeland said that Global Affairs Canada has updated its travel advisory for the United States for LGBTQIA plus Canadians. The new advisory reads that some states have enacted laws and policies that may affect LGBTQIA plus persons, advises Canadians to check relevant state and local laws, and directs people to a webpage that provides broad information on how members of the community could be targeted while traveling to foreign countries. In New Jersey, an anti-LGBTQ plus bomb threat led to the evacuation and relocation of a Drag Queen Story Hour event in Princeton, New Jersey last Saturday around lunchtime. The event was held at the Bayard Rustin Center for Social Justice, a community activist center and safe space for marginalized groups named after the gay civil rights leader. The Drag Queen Story Hour event was set to begin at 11 a.m., featuring drag performer Carrie Dragshaw and was presented by the anti-book banning group Defenders of the Right to Read. It was attended by over 50 people, including children and their parents. However, around 10.49 a.m., the Princeton Police Department received an anonymous email that contained remarks against the LGBTQ community and the people affiliated with the center. The email stated that numerous explosive devices had been placed inside and around the center. Police immediately went to the location, evacuated the Drag Queen Story Hour attendees and the center workers, and searched the area with a dog. No explosive devices were found, and people were allowed back into the center at 12.40 p.m., with the event continuing at an unnamed nearby building. In Orlando, Orlando, murals at the Orlando, Florida LGBTQ Center were defaced on Friday night with Nazi and Christian nationalist hate speech, including the words gay is not okay and the infamous Bible verse about homosexuality being an abomination. A police investigation is underway. The LGBTQ plus youth organization Zebra Youth created the colorful artwork celebrating gay pride and transgender joy. Volunteers work Saturday morning to clean up the damages. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQI Plus News for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. The LGBTQ Resource Center in Gulfport has announced that applications are being accepted for the 2024 Branch Out Scholarships. There are three available this year for emerging, continuing, and returning LGBTQ scholars with different skill levels and life experience. You can get all the info at lgbtqbranchout.com. Our friends over at Found Family Collective have a trivia night in Tampa on Saturday, September 16th, starting at 4. The trivia master Andy has general knowledge trivia questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, sports, and maybe some local Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting Found Family Collective's Facebook page. Finally, Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay 2023 is happening now. The Big Gay Radio Show, Esme Russell, Christopher Gorman, and so many have been nominated from our LGBTQ plus community. Voting is open through August 31st. Get all the info on the Best of the Bay 2023 at cltampa.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Is your boat barely keeping you afloat these days? Rather than continue to drown in all the upkeep of hanging on to a boat, let WMNF have it. We'll even throw you a lifeline with a free pickup. Donate online at WMNFcar.org. Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay. I see the future without you. 
Listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay, the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. Come, baby, come, come baby, money make me come. Come, 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 come,
Watch your mouth if you can't give me some. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I did a little bit of a Mitch McConnell earlier today, and I completely spaced out and forgot to introduce our super special guest. We are joined by Veronica Fox. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. We're also joined by the... Esme, don't laugh at me. No, but it's just so funny because you said I'm going to start calling that, those blackouts that I have Mitch, the Mitch McConnell. And He's I McConnelling. The McConnelling. McConnelling. Yeah. yeah, we're McConnelling. I yeah. like that. I did a little McConnell. So, you can McConnell yeah. me later. That's where you just yeah, kind of freeze. McConnell me later. Yeah, yeah McConnell. Mm. Mm. And like I said, we are joined by Esme Russell. And the beautiful Brian Hinkson. How are you, Brian? I'm doing great. Uh, long night, but been a long day too <laughs> equally especially with the uh with the weather yeah so i honestly i i spent most of my night last night drinking as much as i possibly could and i slept all day good for you i yeah, i yeah. did not care about last night uh, yeah i just kind of uh bleed there yeah <laughs> i was i was definitely ready i was like if this if this storm that i can't even pronounce the name of comes and gets me it's gonna get me drunk as heck idalia 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 yeah why don't you just call it dahlia dahlia honestly i like that you know like the no that's daria that's i was gonna say i I was gonna say like daria yeah Yeah. sounds like a latin name idalia idalia i like it depending how you say it anyways brian what's your topic Oh, I was shooting topics towards me. Um, I was going to go off of the uh, McConnelling thing. I mean, I I, <laughs> I literally haven't heard it. I've, I've been under a rock, like, working and schoolwork and everything. And then um, I see you guys post uh, the article in our chat that um, McConnell did it again. He just, like, 
Is, was he talking and then he did it or so was he, was he being just asked, doing it? He was doing a, there was an interview, uh, sort of a press conference, and he was asked the question of whether or not he's going to seek re-election once he's able to. And he just froze and he did exactly what he did in the first press conference and just wasn't responsive. Uh, he, something that I saw a, a uh, neurological doctor point out um, on TikTok, so I don't know whether or not they are actually a neurological doctor or not, mm-hmm. um, was the tightness of the grip that he had on the podium was extremely tight as if he mm-hmm. was either trying to keep himself from pooping himself or like something along those lines. I don't know. Maybe he's having diarrhea mm-hmm. or something. I just saw a meme on Facebook that had a meme, picture, a, a meme. Yeah. Meme, meme, whatever it's called. Uh, anyways, he was, um, anyways. it was just him like freezing and then there was death behind him. And <laughs> it was just death in, in like the black robes and everything. And I, I chuckled, but you know, I, <laughs> You just never know. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you you went from a TikTok um, uh, psychiatrist, I think, was it? So right. this, yeah, to thinking like, yeah, this is what's wrong with them. So this is a real touchy subject because you're dealing with people's age. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's a lot of people that are older that are very viable and still functioning. And doing oh, yes. movies, they're doing theater, they're they're doing radio, they're they're musicians. Um, I mean, Cher's in her late seventies. Yeah, still, you know what I mean. Uh, Dolly Parton is in her late seventies. Mm-hmm. Carol Burnett is ninety. But years would you old. trust Cher um, with government secrets? So, so um, I don't have a problem with a person's age. That's not a big problem for me. I'm going to say this. I would prefer that a person, they're going to run the country on whatever level it is, whether it be president or in the in a, a Congress or the House, not, not, the, not but, uh, the Senate or the House, that they be a little younger. They have their yeah. wits about them. Yeah. You know, because I mean, at the end of the day, they need to have the cognitive ability. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't if see If you throw that. a brick at them, they should be able to dodge the brick yeah. rather than be like, yeah, yeah. what's that? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that they're, I think, you know, he's just too Is old. that a pillow coming my way? So, no, that's yeah. a brick. Mitch, but, come but, but on, I think, chill. But I'm going to say this. Um, we're in a complicated situation because I think Biden is too old. But. I think they're all too but old. But Trump is also too old. Mm-hmm. He's too old. I listen to Trump rum, Trump ramble, and half the time I don't even know what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just rambles, and he repeats himself a lot. That's the stuff that older people do. Well, the only so. like real candidates that are younger is uh, the Vivek, Vivek who's, Murmowski, who's, who's completely yeah. lost his mind sure, by yeah. being a, a complete yeah. anti-everything, yeah. anti-flat earther. He's yeah. a, it, all these things. She don't even believe in, don't I don't, even I don't believe even, in anything. Yeah, I don't think she believes we're in outer I don't think she believes the globe is floating in outer space. I she think, don't believe in herself. I she don't, don't even know. believe in her own existence. Just for Cocoa Bus, but <laughs> and so, then there's Nikki Haley, yeah. um, who's she sounded okay. She's I mean, I'm not, not a Republican, but she's not crazy. So the only, the thing that I really like most about Nikki Haley is that she has the most foreign policy experience out of anybody on yeah. that debate stage. Yeah. In that she was within the United Nations, she could uh, like she actually pointed out the fact that Russia is a extreme threat to uh, yeah. the, the United States that's and what, NATO. That's what Republicans have always believed. But yeah. they're not perpetuating that. They're not yeah. saying that it is... Th- there's uh, quite a few people who have um, 
gone and said that we need to stop giving money to Ukraine um, or at least give the same amount of money as Europe is doing, which yeah. is, makes no sense when, you know, Europe has, you know, doesn't have the GDP as America does. Yeah. So yeah, it's a really sure. touchy subject. It, because it, 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 the, the ageism is a touchy subject. But at this point, we have to accept what we got. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if, if it's Trump or Biden, I mean, yeah, you know, ah. and you know what I mean? I don't know what to say. I mean, I can't possibly vote for a person that's been indicted four times, has 91 felony counts. 91. Well, you don't know. Maybe you right. have a Ron DeSantis going against Biden, or you know? maybe you have a, a Vivek going like, against DeSantis. I don't like DeSantis because he's, um, he's just too um, dictatorish. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's too much like so, Trump. But, but yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm not a Republican, um, but Nikki Haley, is, she, she wasn't scary. She was like the old school Republicans were, mm -hmm. the you know the Bushes and the Reagans. That a little more human. They they yeah. they were they were. I didn't always agree with them, but when they were presidents, I wasn't I wasn't scared of George Bush. The type yeah. of person who's you know? not going to try and make it illegal and kill you if Correct. you were in Correct. office. Like, I get that. You know who else doesn't scare me? And he's Republican, and he's a conservative. Is Christie. Yeah, he, he yeah. doesn't scare me. When Not I, anymore. Yeah. Had anymore. it been like a, a decade ago, yeah, like yeah. his policies mm -hmm. back when Mitt Romney was yeah, was running yeah, for his, uh, for office, yeah. like you know, it, it was a lot. But now he is the the Republican Party has swung so far right. right. Christie is yeah. looking like a good subject. Christie, like when <laughs> exactly. I hear Christie talk, I'm like, oh my god, this guy sounds. He sounds like a real Republican. He's, I'm surprised he's, Mitt yeah. Romney hasn't jumped into the he's race. He's fiscally conservative. Well, right, that too. You know, he's fiscally conservative. He does believe that Trump did lose the election, which he did. I mean, he's intelligent. He's well-spoken. You know, he's not afraid of Trump, which I love that. You know, yeah, Christie's, you know, again, I'm not a Republican, but, but Christie, when, when I see Christie, if Christie were to become president, I wouldn't go run for the kills. Mm -hmm, Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nikki Haley, I wouldn't say run for the hills. You know what I mean? I'm, they're not scary Republicans. They they mm -hmm. seem very normal to me, patriotic Americans who just have a different viewpoint that I do. So right. far, yeah. so far, yes. so far. That, yeah. That's the big kicker. Yeah, yeah. We are at we are on yeah. August thirty first. Hey, they could come out tomorrow and be yeah. like coming yeah. in and saying like all these types of crazy stuff. But so. uh, yeah. Nikki. But uh, but going back to uh, McConnell, he's just zoning out. I mean, yeah. it's sad that it we is. have people like this and, in and, office. And the and same with Diane Feinstein. She needs to go. Both yeah. the, like those I know older individuals. I know that she's a Democrat, and I I appreciate her service to this country. But she needs to go once they once they get to does, a certain point of yeah, mental cognitive yeah. questioning. Yeah, they're not well. Now, but Brian, some, what do you want to say? No, but someone I do want to uh, going back to McConnelling and the and his health and everything. Someone I do want to commend that has come out with their mental health, and he's actually retired, and as he should be, is Bruce Willis. And when uh, we heard the story that Bruce Willis was diagnosed with um, aphasia, a disorder that affects how a person speaks and understands a language uh, on the um, and it's the front, the frontotemporal uh, dementia. So he's coming up on that. He owns it. He's, you know, I, I've had this lengthy career. I'm going to retire. Why can't 
someone like McConnell and um, who was the lady that you're talking about? Ginsburg. Dianne Feinstein. Oh, Feinstein. Feinstein. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why, why yeah. can't they come to that reality? Because they don't pride. want to. No, it's not even that. It's because they simply do not want to let go of the power that they hold. <laughs> they understand that they hold 5%. Of the power within you? the Senate. I'm 23. 23 years old. He just nailed it beautifully. Mm-hmm. He couldn't have said it no better. You you got to, me scared there. I was, I was like, I'm 23. 23, 23 years <laughs> old. And the child, because really from my perspective, he's just a kid. Mm-hmm. The kid just laid it out beautifully. Did you hear what he said? I did. What yeah. did you say it was about? Power. That's all it's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that note, yeah. let's go and talk about, or let's let's go into some music. Uh, let's let's play some Dixon Dallas. I, I really like this guy. Oh. This uh, this artist has been really funny. I played I played him a little bit ago, um, and Esme started dying laughing when when she heard this uh, this artist. So here him. is F one fifty by Dixon Dallas right here on eighty eight point five WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. Something on my mind that I bet will make you more than a friend Well, when we get to sipping whiskey and we get a little frisky I climb up on him, ride him like an F-150 Got me hooting and hollering and begging him for more Nothing but my boots on, baby, let's get down on the floor Or out in the shed, maybe by the lake Then bring it back to your bed He got me singing when we get to sipping whiskey And we get a little frisky I climb up on him, ride him like an F-150 straightforward but i know just what i want and when i saw you i just couldn't help myself but get to know you in a way that we can skip all the talk you ain't gotta say nothing we can get to loving maybe for a week or maybe just one night a little bit of sinning i love the way he's grinning i turn around he cracks me open like a cold bud light and when we get to sipping whiskey and we get a little frisky i climb up on him ride him like an f-150 got me hooting but my boots on, baby, let's get down on the floor Or out in the shed Or maybe by the lake, then bring it back to your bed He got me singing when we get to sipping whiskey And we get a little frisky I climb up on him, ride him like an F-150 You know just how to make me weak in the knees Yeah, you got a little something Come here, boy, let me make you see what I mean Hope you're ready, you ain't gotta say nothing We can get to loving with us like us on facebook just search for the big gay radio show
You're so ambitious for a juvenile But then if you're so smart Tell me why are you still so afraid mm. Where's the fire, what's the hurry about You better cool it off before you burn it out You got so much to do And only so many hours in a day That you can get what you want Or you can just get old You're gonna kick off Before you even get halfway through Ooh, and will you realize Vienna waits for you Slow down, you're doing fine You can't be everything you wanna be Before your time Although it's so romantic on the Tonight, tonight Too bad, but it's the life you lead You're so ahead of yourself that you forgot what you need Though you can see when you're wrong You know you can't always see when you're right You're right You got your passion, you got your pride But don't you know that only fools are satisfied When will you realize Vienna waits for you? Slow down, you crazy child, and take the phone Disappear for a while It's alright You can't afford to lose a day or two Ooh. When will you realize Vienna waits for you And you know that when the truth is told That you can get what you want Or you can just get old You're gonna This is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. 
In California, California's Attorney General sued a Southern California school district August 28th over its new policy requiring schools to notify parents if their children change their gender identification or pronouns. The latest blow in an intensifying battle between a handful of school districts and the state about the rights of trans kids and their parents. The Attorney General is seeking a court order to immediately block the policy in Chino Valley, a district about 35 miles east of Los Angeles, which requires schools to notify parents within three days if employees become aware a student is asking to be treated as a gender other than their one listed on official records. In New York, a black transgender woman who suffered violence, denial of medical care, and gender discrimination in an upstate New York County jail has won a landmark settlement the ACLU of New York announced. Michaela Holland sued Broome County in 2022 over her treatment at the hands of officials in the jail during 2021. Her treatment violated her rights under the United States Constitution's 4th and 14th amendments and the Americans with Disabilities Act, among other federal and state laws, according to the suit. Other terms Broome County has committed to include housing consistent with detainees' gender identity, use of preferred pronouns, access to clothing and toiletry items consistent with a person's gender identity, including gender-affirming care, among other changes. Holland Settlement follows a string of successful challenges to local jurisdictions over the abuse of trans prisoners' rights. In Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Thrives shared its findings from its second annual resident mental health report. The coalition conducted a survey and focus groups with residents. Tampa Bay Thrive's president and CEO said they formed the coalition in 2019 and is made up of hospital providers, law enforcement, first responders, schools, and employers. The report shows that more people are investing in mental health resources, but there is still work to be done. The report also said the number of days of work that people say they miss due to mental health reasons was up from last year and mentioned that the number of people who indicated they were actively seeking help and were unable to find it went down by about 2%. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness that has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. The LGBTQ Resource Center in Gulfport has announced that applications are being accepted for the 2024 Branch Out Scholarships. There are three available this year for emerging, continuing, and returning LGBTQ scholars with different skill levels and life experience. You can get all the info at lgbtqbranchout.com. Our friends over at Found Family Collective have a trivia night in Tampa on Saturday, September 16th, starting at 4. The trivia master Andy has general knowledge trivia questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, sports, and maybe some local Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting Found Family Collective's Facebook page. Finally, Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay 2023 is happening now. The Big Gay Radio Show, Esme Russell, Christopher Gorman, and so many have been nominated from our LGBTQ plus community. Voting is open through August 31st. Get all the info on the Best of the Bay 2023 at cltampa.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Ever wish that you could time travel? Well, with WMNF, you can. To listen back to your favorite shows, just go to WMNF.org or the WMNF app. Click on the broadcast schedule under programming and boom, time travel. Go to any show to hear the latest and greatest at any time. It's like DVR, but for your radio, where music, news, and culture collide. WMNF.org and the WMNF app. Hey, this is Latrice Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. <laughs> 
WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Blue jeans and a rib t-shirt, blood stains in the tin cedar, bed down cause you know Coming around again, yeah. Hanging on the moment by the skin of our teeth. Biting on the bullet till we come up to breathe. Watch out, cause you might see us. Can't beat us, glorious. Better days, I'm on it. Shatter every obstacle that gets in our way.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I have been your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. We are two hours into our show today. I've been joined by the beautiful Esme Russell and Brian Hankson. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. 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 Hello, Miss Esme. How are you today? I am good. How are you? Trying to do my lady voice. I sound like Consuela. <laughs> from Family Guy. Yeah, I should I should a, point that out. Consuela from I'm Family Guy. Not a, not, a, not a racist joke. I'm sorry. I love those uh, characters. Okay, well, I mean, I'm glad yeah. that you do like them because it, it always, I, I always laugh at them, but I always f- kind of feel a little guilty about Family it because it is, is definitely so stereotypical. Clever. Yeah. It, it is. So it great. Is. It's funny. It's We're also good. joined by a super special guest, Veronica Fox. Didn't forget this time. Got thank you, boo. You, thank you. This is also my lady voice. Hello. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that you go on the mic with? Yes. No, you just mm. talk in your regular voice, don't it's you? It's me. Yeah. Hello, hello. <laughs> wait, wait, when you went on to the, the Miss Daytime pageant um, and you came on with your, your regular voice, it really did make me laugh because you are yes. just this stunning, elegant, beautiful <laughs> goddess. And then you come in here like, hey. Literally, in my mind, I was like, am I going to walk out here and put on like a fake little voice and do the whole thing? And I was like, no, I'm just going to be me. That's the whole point. And yeah. then Angelique yeah. comes mm-hmm. over like, hey. I'm like, I should have put on a voice. I should have put on a voice. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I'll work yeah. on it. It's just. <laughs> okay, thank you. I, I like say it. Most, most of the uh, drag queens we do have on the show, they are themselves. They're not usually their personas, but. Uh, we don't really ask much that you be your persona, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I mean, Esme is who she is, and you know, well, it's really important to be um, showcasing who they are behind the drag because yeah. they, the every individual has their own story, and whether or not you're coming onto the stage to perform for the very first time or you have done it for a thousand times, you still have that story behind it that, yeah. of why you do what you do. Yeah. So it's extremely important to, to showcase the, the why behind everything. And Veronica's definitely, like, the best part of everything. Like, the best part of me. So that's why I just, when I'm in drag, I'm like, it's still me. It's just elevated. It's, like, all the things that I'm afraid of that I don't have to be scared of. I can break down those barriers for myself by just living, you know? So yeah. what was the yeah. hardest thing becoming a drag queen? Ooh. Being comfortable and owning myself in every aspect of that little phrase, like being comfortable walking down the street, being comfortable looking different, not being myself, learning how to elevate myself and just to be pretty and to see what it looks like to do different things and try new things. It's it's scary doing something different, doing something new that you don't know how to navigate. Oh, yeah. you know? And you don't know what your reaction is going to be. You don't oh, know right. if people are going to go out there and be like, boo, you suck. And most people have yeah. like a, most queens have a drag family to kind of navigate and help. I had none of that. I had myself, a little Mary Kay palette that I stole from my mom out of her makeup kit <laughs> and some, some shoes out of her closet that I was like, she'll never wear these again. And I figured it out on my own. And that's kind of the most liberating part, you know, is building it. No, I get that. Yeah. Literally, like, uh, that's why I do the show, because it's literally, our, our show is like, I feel like we've built it, the three of us, from the ground up. And it, it has been very, very rewarding to see how it has turned out. So I, I, oh, yeah. I completely relate with that. 
Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and I got one, another question. And Esme, you can chime in on this too. Now, is, uh, is Veronica Fox an alter ego? Like Sasha Fierce or anything like that. And same thing, Esme. Is as, can Esme Russell be a, uh, uh, an alter ego or is that you? For me, 110%. We, we kind of, we're intertwined. Okay. But there are definitely Veronica moments mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'll be at work and like a certain song comes on and I'm like slinging drinks and I'm strutting just a little bit. And like somebody I work with, it's like, okay, Veronica. And I'm like, yeah, she's here. Here we go. You know, <laughs> once she's on, she's on, baby. I would say that my Esme Russell, like my, not my radio Esme Russell, but my drag persona Esme Russell is not, it doesn't matter if she's smart or. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. People don't come to see me because I'm smart or, cause, or, or because I have an opinion. People just want to look at me mm. and see me perform. That's what it's see about. See the bazongas. Yeah, that's yes. what it's about. <laughs> so it's a whole different thing, you know? So it is an alter ego. Yes. You know, it is. And it is a, it's a, a very key part of your alter ego because if it wasn't for your drag perform- persona, Miss Esme, and I, I don't want to over-intrude and, and say that it's your story, but I, I don't think that you would be the same person had it not been for, for drag being in your in, involved in your life, Miss yeah, Esme. Yeah, probably not, yeah. So, Mr. Brian, do you have another topic to talk about? Well, I mean... We have one more, uh, we, no, we have a day. We have today, actually. It's the last day to vote for um, Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay. So Yes, uh, I'm glad to, that you brought that up. Um, yeah, I wanted to put that out there because, yeah, one more, oh, this is the last day to vote. Um, we've had all August to do it, and um, it's down to the wire today. And I want uh, to implore anybody who is listening right now, if you have already voted for the Big Gay Radio Show, WMNF, all the various different amazing uh, people that we've had on the show and, and everything that we do here at WMNF. Invite a friend. Yeah. Send the link to a person that you care about. Say, hey, this show, this station really is working hard to try and provide the best content possible. So show them some love by giving them this very prestigious award because, you know, we are, in my opinion, the best radio station. And I think Esme Russell is the best radio personality. And I will always advocate for Miss Esme Russell and Esme Russell for best radio personality Thank you. all day, every day. That. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You deserve it, though. Okay. I mean, you've been working really hard. I mean, it's not just from, you know, your work w- with the Big Gay Radio Show. You had the Esme Russell Show. So it's, you've basically worked for probably what a decade now trying yeah. to get to this point like here you are yeah, more than a decade now so and, i yeah. i'm very proud of you and i'm grateful that i'm able to do this journey with you because had it not been for mama esme and and papa brian over here i wouldn't have wanted to continue to do this show because it wouldn't have been worth it i wouldn't have saw the the kindness that comes out of it because you two have shown that kindness to me so thank you guys it's kind of weird that we yeah. i was just saying so many other radio play you know uh, personalities and uh radio shows here in the bay area and great ones really good shows you know mm-hmm. and for us to get nominated was really it's been great it's it's been a great honor i yeah, think it's just to be amongst uh the best of the bay you know yeah <laughs> it's just that's a great honor i'm very mm. flattered yeah, yeah, so and humbled at the same time, and also supporting WMNF too as well. Uh, they 
without them, we wouldn't even be here. So yeah. uh, showing love. And I, I know, like, it was kind of my intention to wait till the last moment to vote. <laughs> and I did this morning. Um, and it's 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 kind of a rabbit hole because I ended up voting for over 150 categories when oh, you only wow. need 10 oh my God. in order for your votes to count. So you, it, know, so you knew a lot of the categories and what you wanted to vote for? And, and what I wanted to vote for, but I also fell down a rabbit hole of like... You, you know, uh, I just like I aspire to be a graphic designer. I wasn't um, nominated for best graphic designer, but when I got to that category, I decided to Google who these guys are oh, okay. or Facebook who these guys are because, oh, okay. you know, as as I approach my professional career, you know, this is either going to be my competition or who I work with or, you know, things like that. And so it, it was little rabbit holes like that that I kind of fell down of with those questions. And sometimes I saw, you know, I had the little flyer on the side right there saying, vote for this guy. And then it, it flips through all the other flyers. And I'm like, OK, I did that with a lot of the doggy daycare groomers. I looked them up and I was like, oh, they, they look good. They're local. And, you know, they went through all this trouble to advertise, you know what, I'll, I'll get their vote. Even if I didn't know them or, you know, I researched them so on the So you're that type of person. Interesting. Because I, I saw the the um, the email to send them a, a like a, um, a, a an email asking them to, to put that out there. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that because we are a nonprofit, you know, um, I think that they would probably have worked with us for that, but I'm not 100% sure. I mean, they um, may so um, I'm, I'm, I now know for next year. Yeah. If we so. get nominated, knock on wood. Yes, <laughs> I didn't nominated. do the minimum. I, I actually went through the categories and I'm like, oh, okay. And, and there were some establishments that, you know, I, I would say um, maybe all of us in this room frequent that I was just like, okay, I feel like they're our best of the bay. Uh, I, you know, I'll do that. Just like um, a, a little restaurant down the street here called Ella's. And it's one of my restaurants that one of my friends is manager of. And I've been there a couple times. I liked it. And, you know, they got my vote for that. So it, it's little things like that. Yeah. I completely agree. Well, thank you all so much for all of your support, not just with Creative Loafing, but just supporting the show every week, listening to our, our ramblings and our, our gayness. Like, it is truly appreciated. We would not be here without you. Um, so let's go into a little bit of music break. I want to play some Lady Gaga. This is uh, Mary the Night right here by Lady Gaga on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. I'm going to marry the I'm a warrior queen, live passionately tonight. I'm gonna marry the dark, gonna make love to the stock. I'm a soldier to my own emptiness, I'm a winner. I'm gonna marry the night, I'm gonna marry the night. 
Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In national news, while speaking with reporters August 29th, Deputy Canadian Prime Minister Cynthia Freeland said that Global Affairs Canada has updated its travel advisory for the United States for LGBTQIA plus Canadians. The new advisory reads that some states have enacted laws and policies that may affect LGBTQIA plus persons, advises Canadians to check relevant state and local laws, and directs people to a webpage that provides broad information on how members of the community could be targeted while traveling to foreign countries. In New Jersey, an anti-LGBTQ plus bomb threat led to the evacuation and relocation of a Drag Queen Story Hour event in Princeton, New Jersey last Saturday around lunchtime. The event was held at the Bayard Rustin Center for Social Justice, a community activist center and safe space for marginalized groups named after the gay civil rights leader. The Drag Queen Story Hour event was set to begin at 11 a.m. featuring drag performer Carrie Dragshaw and was presented by the anti-book banning group Defenders of the Right to Read. It was attended by over 50 people, including children and their parents. However, around 10.49 a.m., the Princeton Police Department received an anonymous email that contained remarks against the LGBTQ plus community and the people affiliated with the center. The email stated that numerous explosive devices had been placed inside and around the center. Police immediately went to the location, evacuated the Drag Queen Story Hour attendees and the center workers, and searched the area with a dog. No explosive devices were found, and people were allowed back into the center at 12.40 p.m., with the event continuing at an unnamed nearby building. In Orlando, Orlando, murals at the Orlando, Florida LGBTQ Center were defaced on Friday night with Nazi and Christian nationalist hate speech, including the words gay is not okay and the infamous Bible verse about homosexuality being an abomination. A police investigation is underway. The LGBTQ plus youth organization Zebra Youth created the colorful artwork celebrating gay pride and transgender joy. Volunteers work Saturday morning to clean up the damages. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQI Plus News for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. The LGBTQ Resource Center in Gulfport has announced that applications are being accepted for the 2024 Branch Out Scholarships. There are three available this year for emerging, continuing, and returning LGBTQ scholars with different skill levels and life experience. You can get all the info at lgbtqbranchout.com. Our friends over at Found Family Collective have a trivia night in Tampa on Saturday, September 16th, starting at 4. The trivia master, Andy, has general knowledge trivia questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, sports, and maybe some local Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting Found Family Collective's Facebook page. Finally, Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay 2023 is happening now. The Big Gay Radio Show, Esme Russell, Christopher Gorman, and so many have been nominated from our LGBTQ plus community. Voting is open through August 31st. Get all the info on the Best of the Bay 2023 at cltampa.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Let's talk about that garage. It could be so much more, but that old car you don't use, it's just sitting there taking up space. Make room by donating your vehicle to us. We'll have it picked up at no cost to you and proceeds support WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. 
WMNF is more than just 88.5 FM. You can also find us online at WMNF.org. Check out the latest news stories, how to volunteer, future WMNF concerts, stream live or the latest episode of your favorite music shows, and more. And of course, you can always show your support and donate by clicking on the tip jar. Explore your community at WMNF.org. You're listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. WMNF Tampa. Good morning. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day and everybody has stayed safe and weathered through the storm of Hurricane. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Idalia. 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 My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here with my beautiful cast of characters, Miss Esme Russell, Brian Hinkson, and our special guest, Veronica Fox. Hi. Welcome, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Thank you so much for, for joining us today on this beautiful Thursday morning. I have to say beautiful every single time because it is a beautiful day. Every day that we are alive is a beautiful one. I'm taking a shot for every time you say beautiful. Uh, you're going to have alcohol poisoning there, buddy. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Anyways. Mr. Brian. Yeah. What are you talking about over there? So I... um. Everybody thought I said I'm a homo. Uh, that well, that's true. I said no. I have FOMO. F O M O. Well, he kept saying I'm. I thought he kept saying I'm a homo. Wait, this is a gay show. <laughs> this is a gay show. Really? This is a gay show. I'm a conservative here. <laughs> and I said, well, honey, if you're a homo, you don't have to announce that on the radio. Everybody already knows. Yeah, we're the on the big gay radio show. Yeah, you are, uh, we uh, already know you're a homo. So can we? And then I was like, you know, no, no, I have FOMO, F-O-M-O. FOMO. So, so why don't you explain what FOMO is which, for the class? I think everybody kind of suffers from FOMO every now and then. It's called fear of missing out. 
So um, it's it's pretty much you want to go somewhere, but you can't. Or you want to do something, but you can't. And so the thing I want to do is what I did last year, which was I went to my first time to the Gay Softball World Series. Now, um, you kind of have to qualify for this, and sometimes you can pick up if you want to. Uh, it's a week-long just softball tournament. Everybody here knows I like sports. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I go play week of softball and you know, get to connect with uh, a lot of the extended softball family that's not only from Florida, but from across the country. Like, I have friends in Seattle, Vancouver, and Toronto, and uh, Milwaukee. Well, that's not across the country. That's across the continent. No, that's the country of the United no, States. You, uh, you said uh, Vancouver. Vancouver that's is in Canada. Canada. It's still a part of North America. That's a, con a, con a continent, not a country. Canada is a different country no, than Canada's, the United States. Canada's a Canada country. is a different country than the United States, buddy. It's still a part of the North America. You didn't say con Either. you didn't say continent. You said country. Girls, you both are pretty. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You gotta I, you gotta say the right things. Uh, okay. Well, either ways, this organization spreads across um, uh, the United States and Canada. There you go. Good job, Brian. Still in North America. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> uh, either ways. Um, so technically it's not the World Series then. It's the North American Series. Well, the Major Leagues called their their uh, final thing the World Series too. Well, the but it's Major Leagues is completely different because it is comprised of a large amount. Of, there's the international draft within the MLB, which comprises of a bunch of different international draft prospects. So if you want to go ahead and and where's your international draft prospects on the world ba world softball series, good sir? It's just what it is. It's exactly, world exactly. Series. No world. It's the United States and Canada. <laughs> you but are you are in your intercontinental world over there, buddy. Yeah, well, it's called the Gay Softball World Series. Take that out with Naga. So <laughs> I'll um, take it up with the. Uh, anyways, um, they uh, gay they have the Gay Softball World Series every year. This is the forty sixth. Gay Softball World Series in Minneapolis right now. Um, and I am missing it. And I had a, a very good time last year. Uh, it was my first time in Dallas. And it was my first time at this, playing this series. The first two times I went, I volunteered for it. So, um, as always, as I said, I had fun time and I'm missing it out because um, a lot of people are there and I'm here. And I, well, I love to be here and I love being with everybody on this radio show and just being on the radio. It's I okay. Just we like know you prefer to be me, elsewhere. A piece of me is there. So now what I want to bring out to you guys is I feel like everybody has FOMO. You want to be somewhere. You, you have, you're thinking about it and you can't go and something's holding you back from it. So what do you do to deal with FOMO? To deal with missing out even though you can't go. Do you I, distract yourself? How do you distract yourself? I eat. You eat. <laughs> I'm an emotional eater. If I can't do something or if I can't go somewhere, I'm, I get very emotional about it. So I'm like, I eat. Watch mm -hmm. TV and sleep. Mm-hmm. Watch TV and sleep. Yeah, I'll just... Because yeah, once yeah. it's over, you won't think about it as much. It's mm -hmm. just while, while it's happening, you think about it. But once it's over, then it's over. And it's like, then you won't be thinking about it as much. Does yeah, that make sense? It does. Because now it's behind you. Mm -hmm. It's already but, done. It's already so done. So now you're looking at next year. 
Well, Esme, as you were saying, you, you uh, about the pageants too. There, has there been a pageant that you've wanted to do but you can't do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, either because you might have not, might not have the money or yeah, the time, or the time, or, or dealing with family matters or whatever. Yeah. That is me right now because I did my first pageant last year. Yeah. And I have the bug so bad, but I'm getting married in November. So obviously that's a, a big expense. So, and yeah. we're paying for it ourselves. So I'm like, it's either a pageant or a wedding or, yeah. or a pageant, you know? So it's a big FOMO right so now. So this is my third, um, um, October the 1st and 2nd is my 30th anniversary of being Miss Gay Florida. Yes. I won it in 1993. Mm. So I'm celebrating it. So it's my 30th anniversary. So are you going to go out there? I got to go back. You have to. I have to take my walk and they give you a plaque and flowers and... And show them you are still here. They are still working it and still... Mm -hmm. Who was the first um, Miss Gay Florida? I don't remember. Who knows? You don't remember? So many. I I was number... We're into the... I guess, well, I was number 21. Oh, wow. I think I was... Yeah. That's amazing. So I was already, yeah. So it's been. So they've been doing it for, for a good yeah, while Yeah, since now. 1972. Wow. I think was the first one. Wow. Yes, yeah. I'm not mistaken. Well, I get to sit on uh, social media and see everybody. Because right now I think it's, uh, I, like I said, I, I, last year when I went to the series, it was my first time in Dallas. So this year it's in Minneapolis, and I'm seeing all these check-ins at the Minneapolis State Fair, and everybody's eating, like, <laughs> you know, the the uh, the turkey legs and the they're getting the fried whip. Oreos oh and they're going on these carnival rides and mm-hmm. then they're going to the Minnesota Twins games. And actually, I saw one one of my friends went to the uh, Taylor Dane concert because Taylor Dane's performing out there for the for the Gay Softball World Series. And when when I did um, the series last year in Dallas, it, they they do it up for the uh, closing ceremonies. They had Betty Who there. Okay. And, um, yeah, no, she did great. I, one thing I just remember she was yelling out to the crowd was like, I'm feeling a lot of bottom energy out there. And I'm like, <laughs> everybody's laughing. But, yeah, no, it's, you know, I'm just I'm just sitting here on social media and I'm seeing it and I'm like, oh. How many teams there. are there, like, in this gay softball league in the world? Like, how difficult is it to get to the World Series? So, the North American Intercontinental 2023 World Series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, the, for the World Series, like I said, this is the 46th World Series. Next year, it's going to be in Las Vegas. So every every year, um, a city bids to get it. Uh, the city for 2025 actually bid this year, and it's Houston. So it's going back to Texas in 2025. So 2024 is Vegas. 2025 is Houston. We don't know 2026 yet. So to get to this World Series... Um, you have to be the top top team or the top two teams in your league. So Tampa League, um, in per your division. So we have E, D, and C division here in Tampa. You have to be the top two teams in your division in order to go to get the bid for the World Series. Now there's a B and an A division too. Um, but our city doesn't have it. Orlando does, Lauderdale does, but our city doesn't have it. So um, you can, those cities send their top teams to the World Series in whatever cities that's going to. So that's just pretty much it. It's the best of the best playing the Gay Softball World Series, just like in the MLB, it's the best of the best playing for their World Series in MLB as well. So okay. that's, that's just how you get there. 
So. I don't know. I still think that they need to get a Japanese team or like a, a Chinese team or, or something. Now that's you know, the world some... championship. They have what the world the champion world. One is world one is series, one is North American. Champion? What is the t- what? one is North American? Take that up with the MLB. I don't know. That is stupid. One is the champion of the series. That is stupid. And besides, the World Series is coming up for baseball in October. I'm, so, well, uh, I you know, there's the also, Rays will be in that. Just saying, there is also people who are upset about the fact that the the MLB doesn't have that many international. Uh, well, then go. aspects. And I also am part of that. But, you know, well, it is what it is. And I, I understand the fact that we can't do international travel on a regular basis. We're going to music. Don't talk I to know, me like no. that. Go to- We're going into <laughs> up and down by chain smokers right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Brian, stop being so sulky. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to prove a point. <laughs> FOMO. FOMO. This is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. 
In California, California's Attorney General sued a Southern California school district August 28th over its new policy requiring schools to notify parents if their children change their gender identification or pronouns. The latest blow in an intensifying battle between a handful of school districts and the state about the rights of trans kids and their parents. The Attorney General is seeking a court order to immediately block the policy in Chino Valley, a district about 35 miles east of Los Angeles, which requires schools to notify parents within three days if employees become aware a student is asking to be treated as a gender other than their one listed on official records. In New York, a black transgender woman who suffered violence, denial of medical care, and gender discrimination in an upstate New York County jail has won a landmark settlement, the ACLU of New York announced. Michaela Holland sued Broome County in 2022 over her treatment at the hands of officials in the jail during 2021. Her treatment violated her rights under the United States Constitution's 4th and 14th Amendments and the Americans with Disabilities Act, among other federal and state laws, according to the suit. Other terms Broome County has committed to include housing consistent with detainees' gender identity, use of preferred pronouns, access to clothing and toiletry items consistent with a person's gender identity, including gender-affirming care, among other changes. Holland's settlement follows a string of successful challenges to local jurisdictions over the abuse of trans prisoners' rights. In Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Thrives shared its findings from its second annual resident mental health report. The coalition conducted a survey and focus groups with residents. Tampa Bay Thrives president and CEO said they formed the coalition in 2019 and is made up of hospital providers, law enforcement, first responders, schools, and employers. The report shows that more people are investing in mental health resources, but there is still work to be done. The report also said the number of days of work that people say they missed due to mental health reasons was up from last year and mentioned that the number of people who indicated they were actively seeking help and were unable to find it went down by about 2%. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. The LGBTQ Resource Center in Gulfport has announced that applications are being accepted for the 2024 Branch Out Scholarships. There are three available this year for emerging, continuing, and returning LGBTQ scholars with different skill levels and life experience. You can get all the info at LGBTQBranchOut.com. Our friends over at Found Family Collective have a trivia night in Tampa on Saturday, September 16th, starting at 4. The trivia master, Andy, has general knowledge trivia questions ranging from history, pop culture, music, sports, and maybe some local Tampa lore. Get more info by visiting Found Family Collective's Facebook page. Finally, Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay 2023 is happening now. The Big Gay Radio Show, Esme Russell, Christopher Gorman, and so many have been nominated from our LGBTQ plus community. Voting is open through August 31st. Get all the info on the Best of the Bay 2023 at cltampa.com. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Leave a lasting wake of good when you put that boat or other watercraft you no longer need behind you. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles from cars, trucks, RVs, boats, and more. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay.
WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning. This has been the Big Gay Radio Show here on WMNF Tampa. Thank you guys so much for listening to our little show. We have been joined by the energetic Esme Russell. Hi, everybody. And the beautiful Brian Hinkson. Hey, good morning. And we have also been joined by the vicious Veronica Fox. Ooh, not vicious. Hello. She can't be vicious sometimes. No, she does. She got uh, the claws. Veronica is actually really sweet. <laughs> she does. She is, real, she is really sweet. She is. Lies. <laughs> you had to say vivacious. Vivacious. Oh, that's vivacious. a good one. I like vivacious. Vivacious, yes. Yeah. She's vicious. She's got claws. <laughs> got claws. They're just press-ons. They're press-ons. <laughs> uh, so, we got about a minute and a half left before we hand it over to Slow over in the other studio. Shout out Slow Burn. He always gives us the best music to listen to on the way back. So, shout out to him. Thank you so much for, for doing what you do because you are, you are killing... Killing the game over there. Um, Miss Veronica Fox, 
My question is, where can we find you over the next couple weeks? I will be at Enigma and Cocktail and Lakeland in the next upcoming weeks. And for social medias, how would you find you on social media? You can find me on uh, anywhere, Veronica Fox with two X's because three is too many. Uh-huh. Uh, you would be putting out the wrong kind of signal there if you're getting three X's Correct. there. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people would be into it. You know, I've seen some OnlyFans. If they are, I do have student loans, so yes. Quit Pay blushing, them Chris. student loans. Pay them student loans. <laughs> Get it. You know, I'm almost I'm about five seconds from from doing the same thing. To be honest. <laughs> Anyways, for, for the last 20 seconds, I just want to let everybody who is listening know that you are loved, you are special, and you are appreciated. And thank you so much for supporting our show. And I'm going to let us listen to a little bit of Bob Marley for the last 10 seconds of our show. So thank you guys so much for watching or Bye. listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.